trying to think if I want to record with the light off or on. That's off. I don't know what you prefer. That's on. Off. On. Yeah, I'm going to leave it on unless you find it too bright. This is a Monday night. It's a Monday night. Really good one too. Springtime. I was thinking about this today. If it happens to me, it probably happens to so many people. And I've kind of had my ears open to it a little bit lately too. I've been hearing this sentiment that winter doesn't just get cold and dark. Winter gets cold and fucking dark. And light energy and temperature change that has to affect our species has to definitely affects me and as i think back on i don't know some of the the best times of life because they're not all the best no matter how good life can be sometimes there's there's those damn things those moments i think about the best ones and i think about spring for sure spring and summer yeah and i've heard a, a lot of people have that same thing so much to the point that they're like no that's you're not just in a it's not just cold and dark and you're in a funk that is a disorder you have this syndrome and some people have, man i wish i could remember the name of this person he's a speaker i believe he's like a neuroscientist and he had this syndrome either so acutely or his attentiveness to it labeled it and pursued its correction more acutely but he said that in order to overcome this seasonal disorder of uh, depression what was it seasonal depression disorder seasonal depression syndrome something like that he'd had this so long that after so many treatments and cognitive behavioral therapy and trying to find god and everything he ended up microdosing, basically taking the hallucinogenic drug from mushrooms that are not just all mushrooms, not just the baby Bellas that you sauteed up the other day, but psilocybin-containing mushrooms. Took that drug, I guess, for a period of time, like weeks, in, in such a small amount that he wasn't tripping balls and, and uh, bonding with his spirit animal. He was you know, still, he was still functioning the same thing that he'd been doing for a long period of time. But he reported feelings of the kind of curiosity and bliss that he's connected to as a kid or before the burdens of life, you know, kind of start to define the way that you, uh, the way that you view the world, the way you carry yourself. I don't know why I'm talking about that. I guess that's been on my mind a lot. I, I want to do a similar thing I want to do exactly the same thing actually that sounds really good I have a lot to say on that topic that really too close of a segue you can't segue from one topic to the same topic it's not a segue that's just delaying delaying things all right so catching up on what happened just now uh, using Instagram for my pleasure, for my <laughs> enjoyment, keep myself entertained whilst uh, individual, whilst a uh, single person 
that's funny how you get into a couple and all of a sudden you're doing the same things it's sweet it's sweet but also how do you safeguard against that because it's sweet like i well if i went and took a bunch of selfies with this flashlight when you were right over here i wouldn't be hanging out with you i'd be um <laughs> i'm gonna go do my own thing but those type that type of uh individuality exploration that you have when you are single keeping that going it's also in a couple relationship that you you actually do prefer let's watch Seinfeld together uh, I want to laugh at shit with you balancing those two really good things that's a, that's a big deal I should probably keep sitting up I sometimes I I have this uh, sleeping habit that's been so up and down lately. Thank God, more ups than downs as of recently. But for a while, it was um, two hours of sleep, three hours of sleep. I mean, four was like, uh, well, four again. You know, the twos and the threes. You look at it and you're just like, what the hell is going on with me? So every now I've been. All right, and what are we gonna do? I um, let's see. I, I did run today. Kicked ass today, by the way, too. I think I have a. I mean, running is a pain in the ass, but I think I have a technique that might get me back up to speed a little bit. I right, exercise some shit. I I don't have like this lean, limber body that is easy to run with. I, I might look like that a little bit, but I'm. I have this, I don't know, this dense stoutness to to my build. And it, it makes running always seem kind of uphill. I love it, though, the moments I have run frequently enough that I start to, I start to feel a little, a little bit lighter. But it takes me a while to get there. And, and how easy is it to get away from there? You don't run for two months and you're like, I might as well never run again. Anyway. If you run a lot or exercise well, you know, you're going to sleep okay. And so sometimes I've been like, I don't need to take this shot of NyQuil. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And sometimes it's not NyQuil. It might be um, just three three or four children's sleepy gummies <laughs> or uh, Benadryl or ibuprofen, something. Something's like, all right, I want to go to sleep. Take the edge off. Choose your poison. Tonight, I uh, made a joke to myself because tonight was all about making jokes to one's self, as you would see from my ridiculous Instagram post, in which I was uh, playing with a flashlight. And then I realized I I'm playing with this flashlight. I Somebody has got to see this. And that made it even more fun. So... The joke was about the NyQuil. I could either take that shot of NyQuil so I go to sleep, or I could, I did just find that microphone that I was looking for. I could just record an episode of the podcast or a podcast because this is that gray period where I don't know at some point one of these episodes is going to become the first episode of the new podcast or the last episode of the Joyful Podcast. Joyful.
there's a difference between joyfulness and happiness and um, you should not get in a conversation with that topic with your father <laughs> especially if uh, your father is like mine and lives on a mountain with that old uh, yellow snake flag and the make America great flag and a big old USA flag which you know hey we agree on one thing <laughs> the United States is awesome despite <laughs> your other flags screw those other ones but this episode of whatever the hell podcast it ends up being on is probably the most tangential. I think I've been pursuing these tangents a little heavily. It's kind of the reason I do it. Because I could either go for the... <laughs> that's the gig. That's the, the bit. I could either go for the NyQuil. Or I could talk into a microphone until I fall asleep. Which would be more fun. This is a good mic. HD Zoom. And I found it. And you... You don't know where things are. If you, you live in a house and you have a guest room. Yeah, I just stayed in my brother's guest room. And it's like, yeah, that's the, you know, the guest room. And there's guest towels and there's a guest bathroom. And it's, it's got everything you need in there. You don't really have to move anything throughout the rest of the house. You don't, you don't go <laughs> saying like, all right, well, I'm going to, you know, move this refrigerator so I could fit my sleeping bag right there in the daytime or whatever. No, but in an apartment, you do things like that. It's just like everything is shifted just for a few days. And I love it. I, I freaking love that. But it, it, ca it does cause you to hunt for things. Oh, right. The shaving cream is right next to, like, the peanut butter or something. Because I knew I was only going to be able to shave uh, at this one certain time of the morning. So, found that microphone and had a good visit with the folks, the folk and step folk. My step folks is folks though, they, they folks. Somehow that happens and I'm glad it happens. You know, the steps is, they're good. And it's good to catch up with them. And you know, like the kind of company that I was enjoying that when people were visiting, I was like, I have my socks socks on I'm walking around with no shoes nobody should have their shoes on I think I asked one dude to uh, yeah there's some people that weren't family there take your shoes off <laughs> please <laughs> like you're not gonna stand around my place with family with your shoes on dog take them off and then we just watched some sports we were watching this is remarkable my cousin my little cousin who towers above me sweetest funniest most awesome little girl is now six foot three i believe <laughs> six foot one maybe and athletic as hell and her team is playing in the this championship basketball tournament they're the best and she is she's their leader she's like amazing and so we've been watching um her play on on the tv and on the app that that tournament has which is a good idea the, there's so many of these little conferences that are not affiliated with like uh the the big contracts and stuff 
that they could just have their own app. I saw that and I dug it. I've been paying attention to a lot of business and marketing shit lately. This is my job and so I'm like this Sherlock Holmes of trying to figure out how to capture and maintain attention at scale. I hate it when people say at scale, but I should start doing it just to entertain myself. Yeah, I'll say at scale. If we can actually achieve scale on the scale. Why do I pay attention to the marketing? Oh, yeah. Did I explain that? It's, that's what the gig is. My job is to do that. And it's been kind of fun. Fun to have that job. Thank God for that job. Because this podcast sure is not paying the bills. Actually, my job would pay the bill. It's me. I, I don't pay the bills. There's there's a few bills that probably should be paid right now. It was, you know, definitely tricky doing a transition and the months of not working at all. I had a weird, I don't know if I've explained it, but I have a, a weird coincidence that I happened to not have a job at the time the coronavirus kind of paralyzed us all. I happened to be in like the midst of this career pivot where I just hadn't taken another job yet. That makes it sound like I had all these offers. I didn't have like all these offers, but I had, I was doing the whole interview bit and the whole get a job thing. And then coronavirus happened. Any little interviews you had lined up are kind of moot now. So that's my bizarre, it's like probably extended the period of time of, that it took to get a job, for sure. By, I could probably actually do the math. Yeah, by four months, by four months. So, electric company, you're gonna get your money, but I am going to take you up on the, um, as advertised, repayment options. Because I do appreciate the electricity. I'm just gonna take, take advantage of this time to turn it off again and then on. So nice to have electricity. So, yeah, electricity. I like lighting. Even right now, I'm looking at like the this far wall of this sprawling apartment down the down the hall there, the corridor, if you will. And there's like a light being thrown on it from like a dim thing on the floor that I have. So I definitely I like electricity. I wonder if candles were as readily available at the same price. Literally have candles to burn every night for nine hours at a time I wonder if I would be fine with candlelight because I don't like lighting a whole lot brighter than that unless it's a flashlight then I want like um, what's the rating candle power something like that 12,000 luminaries on the torchier scale I want a bright ass flashlight from the time I'm a kid to now I love an awesome flashlight See, just trying to set a tangent record until I go to sleep. <laughs> Thank you for watching the Joyful Podcast. <laughs> or the first episode of something that, if I'm publishing this, it is named by now. I'm not prepared to say the name of what it's going to be. I'm not brainstormed enough. Anything I haven't wrapped up. Every, every now and then, if you hear me pausing, I'm like, trying to go back in time to is there 
something that I began that I need to finish. Is there? No. No, I think I think we're good. The visit was awesome. To see your dad with your kid is barrel of monkeys awesome. It's fun and it just your mind is just blown. It's like a freaking drug. So that happening was cool. And let's see the party. Did I finish on the party? That's what it was. We were at the party, the pizza, local pizza place. They freaking, they wanted to order the pizza like four hours before we were going to eat it. And so I recommend like which type of pizza we should get. They had said, well, we want it to, there's this event that starts exactly this time. There's a whole thing, a whole dramatic we don't want to miss any of it by being on the phone or an app or opening a door when the food gets here. So let's get it before the event that is prior to this event. And therefore, we have to have four-hour-old pizza. And so I take all the, all the crap for, oh, yeah, you, you, uh, this food you, you recommended. You know, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, like, what I got last night with the, the, the taco place got some props for that and I shouldn't take any crap for not having good four hour old there's still some of that pizza in my refrigerator and it's not that good not as good as I remember it sometimes you recommend something from like one experience and either I didn't remember that right or I had the wrong place the game though god they, uh, my little niece, she's just a monster on the court. Really s- sweet, gentle attitude, though. Enjoys playing, enjoys, like, plays happily. That's, that's one thing I really like. Totally plays happily. Unlike my other niece. So we've been just, it's just been entertaining to see really competitive women's sports. Teenagers, women. I guess they're both 18. One of them's 18, the other one. 16 almost 17 anyway it can be intense the at the competitive level i hadn't personally had a chance to observe my brother who is my niece's dad of the soccer niece he's been her coach his whole life or her whole life and he's an excellent soccer player himself he's seen her play so much that he's just used to how how it is but me coming in to watch this game, and it's like this nationwide, super competitive, all these girls are, are getting full rides or scholarships of some kind to a really good soccer school. And I didn't really piece that together until after, but when I was watching the game, I said to my brother, I was like, dude, these girls are running through each other. Are they? Are these games all, do they have this level of physicality? What the hell is going on here? And he just said, oh yeah, these these girls are all going on to like, either they are trying to keep their reputation to maintain like the attention they've gotten so far for a scholarship, or they did get a scholarship. I don't know, they want to go pro or something. But there's this seriousness that these girls were playing with but it makes it pretty fun they might want to um they might want to go on that platform for viewership girls play angry i've been talking mostly about what's been going on personally with me the format of of the show as we near the end of the intro 
um, sometimes I, I try to hit three things for a true episode. Anything that doesn't have these three things is, is either an interview episode or what do we call it? Episode and a half, episode follow-up, something like that. But if it has the trifecta, personal update, a methodology, study, or technique that I've been exploring, and the third thing would be a cultural observation or current event type of thing. Those are the three things. The personal with me is the family visit, which I got family coming here because I was going through a rough, it wasn't like every day was was horrible the whole day through, but I, during a stretch of time here at the beginning of this year, right after it had nothing to do with the virus. I happened to have the virus that didn't make for a very good New Year's Eve. What did I do? I had a decent time, but I was, I was by myself on New Year's Eve. It was hard to have, like, the best time. And with a virus that you feel guilty and shut in for. <laughs> but so, so glad that I'm able to run again. And some people report that they can't do that. They can't. One of my, one of my really good friends is... Let's see, she's 70, and she can, God bless her, she's, we were taking a long walk, and um, she just kept on trucking, but I could tell she was just maxing out to, to walk at, at a regular clip, and she, she said as much, she was like, you know what, I, I'm going to let you know, we're going to Uber if I have to, but this crap is hard, I was like, well, we don't have to do it, she's like, no, I want to, well, I can get it, nice, so I'm so lucky that type of uh, lingering has not been an issue and I hope that it goes away for not only my friend but for anybody who's still got that thing wreaking havoc and what by the way what she's doing is if you're not I hope that you try that like push it and do crap you don't want to do <laughs> like run on a treadmill at the gym after work when all you want to do is play with your kid in the sun on the best day, like the best freaking spring day. I want to go play. I want to go over there and play basketball, ride my new longboard as you bicycle. That would be awesome. That was still the plan, but I had to, I had to run it out for the sanity of the headspace. Important. And we ended up having an awesome day anyway. That was the personal thing extended version I guess yeah alright and the ideology methodology practice school of thought that portion I guess would have to be the breath I mean the past couple weeks I haven't been as much as disciplined with the times of the morning of the breathing exercises and I don't like saying like these kind of spiritual sounding words sometimes I don't know why some people would say like hey you got it like here's this kriya you do to like to activate uh, your prana better prana is insanely that's not just one of those spiritual frilly words prana literally means the life energy the, our, our life energy
when I said that, did you have to take a breath too? <laughs> Your life energy is uh, the definition of prana, I guess. I read that. I didn't read a, a dictionary that showed me that. I just read that in something. So does that mean I know it? Eh, I don't know. I, I didn't get on the dictionary. But that's an intense word and an amazing word, and it should be more part of our culture and more part of our everyday than it is. And it shouldn't be a frilly, one of those frilly words that you have to, um, I don't know, give the weird secret little wink that you're a devotee of a, a whole thing just because you said that word. No. Prana. Whatever makes you alive gives you prana. Prana. They should say it down south. They should say it up in Boston. I got the prana. You know, I got I to gotta go do the yoga because it just activates your prana so well. Got to do it. Got to. That um, I wasn't doing that breath work that much the last couple of weeks. I was doing it heavily for a while. Maybe it worked. The danger is, though, that you do these things to correct yourself, get yourself, you know, redialed in to your, to your north, and then it starts making you feel better, and then you stop doing it. It's just what happened to me. But then awakening is in some, there's a word for awake that sometimes we attribute to the meaning awakening, and I believe that what it means in Hindu, Hindi, Hinduism, in Hinduism, what it means is the end of the cycle of, of death and rebirth. And sometimes when I see that, the way that Tibetan Buddhists, I can't say Tibetan Buddhists, but t Tibetan Buddhist uh, literature and art, the way they describe their pursuit for like why they do what they do it is an absolute rage against the way that our brains are natural like work if we don't do these things there is symbolism to something that you hold in your hand that like a, a mythical figure or a god or i guess and we should say archetype it's don't ask whether it's it was they thought it was a god this was an archetype that they frequently wrote about and frequently sculpted and made bronze pounded freaking three-dimensional figures of every kind of media i went to this exhibit with a lot of this artwork and i i got more out of that exhibit as the months have gone on than when i was in there i don't go to museums all the time so you know, the subtleties of the difference between what you're looking at, they're kind of lost on me. I'm just like, yeah, painting, <laughs> another painting. I do like the the different eras and where they came from aspect to it. Museum. Ooh. So I'm starting a museum at some point. I'm not sure how. But I want to start this big-ass museum. It's musical in theme. Anyway, the museum, that, that was just to revisit the, the whole tangent of this episode. The artwork of this, of this Tibetan Buddhist-like approach to the peace 
Hinduism also seemed to be pursuing the the peaceful existence and the free mind like the grateful enjoying free mind state of mind through through practice of what you'll think about what you'll do with your life and things like that well there's artwork of the tibetan buddhists this it'll have a symbol throughout archetypes that exist for years and years they're holding a let's see what was it like a holding something in their hand like a a battle helmet or an animal skull in the other hand they have this saw like this little hacksaw thing and their head is sculpted as like half impaled because this person achieved this the state of awaken awakened of awakenness awoke of wokeness oh good lord of removing the ego of removing the ego from their brain and through all of the practice the ones who can actually successfully destroy that ego through these mythical battles with you know animals and beasts that were going to fight the god of the ego they uh, they were the the ones who w- were written about and and sculpted that was an an eye-opening thing to realize it's not just me <laughs> nope not just me by a long shot everyone everyone i happen to really relate to the way that the psychologists um, point of view of some of these these typically eastern views have I don't know if they realize it maybe they don't think it's uh, psychology at all maybe they I don't know maybe they think it really is bringing about like this um, deity relationship in some way no there's not a whole lot of like from what I get I don't I don't think it's a whole lot of like yeah pray to this deity I think it just means something I think it just literally means a, st- a story that you apply to your life in order to achieve the pinnacles that are celebrated also don't yes do you should get into a, a conversation with your dad about these uh, politics and religion so this visit wasn't about that for me it was just dad going through a rough patch I need need somebody here just to hang can you come and hang out for a little bit just a few days that's what he did and I guess you can keep waiting I could have kept waiting and not invited him out or not invited to not tried to see my family uh, urgently but I I didn't want to keep waiting I just was like I need some visiting y'all and I'm so glad I did I'm gonna keep that going too Got to get down to Florida to see the folks down there and enjoy the... This is a great time of the year to be down there. I hope, hope to God I can get down there before, like, June. I guess May is pretty hot, too. Damn, it gets hot down there. Even the water is, is like, too warm. I don't know how many months of the year that is, but I remember being there in the summer. This is northern Florida panhandle. And it really does feel like an, like it's just right next to Alabama. It is kind of Alabama, but it still has that 
a little bit more of that wacky, just anything goes Florida attitude, but with Alabama right there. But the water in the summer in the Gulf of Mexico, in that area, it's, it doesn't cool you off on one of those 100 degree days. You go into the water and you're just like, screw this, let's get out of here. It's not every day that it's so hot that the water doesn't cool you off enough. But when that does happen, it's it's pretty alarming. Got to get down there. I, I just defined what the second thing is. It was the visiting. So that's what I've been exploring right after I did pretty extensive breath work for six weeks or so. And then I moved to a focus of reaching out to family and trying to get visitors and stuff like that, people to kick it with. Oh, and traveling, riding an airplane for the first time since before this all began. Going out to Colorado, and which I, I think I mentioned my bruised, damaged shoulder still have. Which is getting better, though. It is definitely freaking getting better. Thank God. That's the uh, methodology, then. That's the study, is the family. A friend of mine told me that she always has in mind to ask. If you don't ask, people don't know you need it. If you need it, you got to get it. So... Why not? And why not? If you need it, get it. And at a minimum, ask for it. And you won't usually get it if you don't ask for it. So anyway, that was like the, the thing. I was like, oh yeah, I gotta look for more ways to explore the things maybe I'm not asking for. So that's the methodology. Is It's both focus on your your friends or your family wherever you you feel like your focus has has been disconnected or somehow uh, needs re, needs energizing again like focus on that and you can always do that with family I don't find it as easy with friends I try to sometimes like hey man we haven't talked in three or four years I don't find that as easy to do. I've I've done it and I guess like I stopped doing that a while ago. I think because I never got those calls myself. Like I didn't wanna be the one calling friends after like years. Um when I wasn't getting those calls, I would love to get a freaking call like that. Dude, just thinking about you and that job we used to have. And how are you doing? I love that shit. So, holler at me. You know where to find me. Um, Instagram calls actually work better than voice dial cellular calls. I called my sister on on the phone phone and we, I mean she's like marching all over the place going in and out I, like there's one spot in the apartment it might come through and uh, we were joking I was like I, I don't know how you can have like a video we could video conference 
with audio, audio and video, somehow doesn't hitch nearly as much as this. And so we got on, instead of that cellular call, got on Instagram and did a, um, like a video chat. Sure enough, just perfectly, perfect clarity of audio and then it, like full color HD video too. I don't freaking get it. Uh, it probably has something to do with the sheer weight of the data. It just can't be transmitted um, wirelessly as as fast as it can go through servers because that allows them to compress so much more the speed the sheer speed of it I don't know, that must be what it is that's the family thing though family thing and phone thing just one of those things I, the kinds of crap that you think about sometimes that's I want to be the uh, the Buddhist archetypal hero that stopped thinking about phone service and shit like that this is the guy who overcame his cell phone obsession it's true I mean that same thing we think about like oh my goodness I've been holding my phone for 45 minutes and I still haven't done the thing that I picked it up for 45 minutes all I wanted to do was you name it all I wanted to do was check what time my meeting is tomorrow. 45 minutes later, you've gotten an email, you've posted something on Instagram, you've uh, searched Facebook Marketplace, said happy birthday to somebody. <laughs> all good things, right? Those are all good things. But you never checked uh, what time that, that soccer game is on Saturday. Um, let's m just move on. And what is a current event or cultural observation that I can talk about? Anything been on my mind? I guess I would have to go Cuomo the governor of New York it's um, man the guy was so funny I, I really somehow I still like him I still I don't know I get it I get it it's just weird it, after weeks and weeks go by even at the first few times I saw like accusations against him because I, I've been like in love with this guy like a lot of people have just watching him just shooting the crap with his CNN reporter brother and just being funny and personable and and spontaneous. It's like when you when you see a competent politician who's spontaneous and candid, it seems so so rare. And so New York, it's perfect. So the first couple times I see the the people that you know didn't appreciate working for him and 
that thought something the way he behaves is out of line even though they like they had these witnesses or these um accusers especially early on had no problem saying like no i didn't feel like these were sexual in nature or no i didn't feel like i was threatened in any way they said that so it, it really boiled down to like being inappropriately aggressive and I don't know it's it's a weird like this vague area between like appropriate and legal <laughs> like okay so what he was doing it was it inappropriate yes was it illegal I guess if it's inappropriate in certain ways it's illegal I guess maybe that's what they got to prove but I don't know if one of those ways is I wasn't sexually threatened or or uh, addressed, but I was intimidated and so forth. So that's the cultural thing that I, I guess I, can't, I haven't solved in my mind yet, but the phenomenon for me is I don't want, like, I'm not interested in listening to what Cuomo himself has to say at the moment because of the distaste of the repeated, like, after this has gone on for weeks and weeks. That's kind of an interesting phenomenon to me. So I'm like, what at first started out, I was, I thought, yeah, I, I get that kind of management style. I get that if it's your ship and your operation, how you have to hold it. And I've definitely worked for people who operated that way. And yeah, it was stressful. I didn't want to keep working for them, keep working there at those places. But I did learn. I freaking learned from them. And yeah, sure, sure as hell want them to think that you did a good job. But then, yeah, get the fuck out of there. If he was being like, if he literally, if it was sexual assault or sexual intimidation or something, then. I would absolutely say mm. I don't know I don't know what the fuck I'd say maybe he shouldn't be governor anymore or he should pay a fine probably be best to be like well he's still but that being said I still think he's our by far our best option as governor um, so we should just do what we do to companies <laughs> like the SEC just, you know, got orders that they needed to jam some company for like a hundred million dollars for some reason. So they they found it. They have some information that links their um, their record keeping to something that they shouldn't have. So they can settle. Give you. We won't shut down your business if you just settle this. This little 
accusation. So I think Cuomo should settle and then apologize publicly and then just have a good time managing in a different way from, from here on and make a show about it. And it should be a show. It'd be funny. Cool. I've solved that. That was the third thing, the cultural um, observation or issue, topical. And I think the, the NyQuil is working. The NyQuil, not, not the NyQuil, NyQuil, but the, the podcast recording. And you're probably falling asleep too if you're still listening to this. Or you fell asleep already. And if I can make you fall asleep by doing this, then I want to keep on doing that because it is a valuable, valuable thing to sleep. Mm. What is it? There's a whole thing that Shakespeare has about sleep. There's several of them, actually. I should recite one of them from memory. Can't remember that. I want I want to do the one from the 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 Macbeth. That's my favorite one. No, not favorite, but I I do remember that that thing. What would be my favorite 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 favorite? Nerd out on Mac on Macbeth or Midsummer Night's Dream. That's my favorite. Just nerd out on some Shakespeare. There's a speech Mercutio has in Romeo and Juliet. It's out of this world. Queen Mab. They call it the Queen Mab speech. And it's like this... I don't know what how many lines it is, but it, I, I believe it's a normal textbook it's almost two full pages and um, it is a trip yeah just read that that should be like a TikTok there should be like a Shakespeare TikTok or something everybody give a shot at the Queen Mab speech I'd watch it got to get going then so thank you so much for listening to this podcast and for listening to all the podcasts you listen to thanks just for having uh, having headphones or airpods whatever you're using or watching it on your computer with the computer sound that you use all day in your Microsoft Teams meetings or Zoom calls. All right, well, God bless. Namaste. Follow along on Instagram by just signing up for a free account at Instagram.com. Then post photographs and filter them to look your best or make a video of one minute or less for your story no your one of those criteria 
And if it's more than a minute, then it has to be on this other platform at Instagram.com. Thanks for listening. Good night.